What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to the first episode of Rapid Fire with Dre and Fern, the podcast where we take big topics, big ideas, things that are happening in the world, and we just give it to you in snack bite sizes, 30 minutes or less. So I'm Dre, and I am Fern. Today's topic is the power of pressure. Uh, We decided to pick this topic because um, everybody goes through it, uh, whether it's at school or just applying it to your job. I feel like we all go through pressure um, through any any circumstances in life. And uh, we just want to give you some tips and uh, just some information on how you can, you know, make it so it can be to your advantage or obviously how to battle against it. Um, so just to start off, we want to give you know a definition on what it is. Uh, the use of persuasion, influence, or intimidation to make somebody do something. Um, and you know, obviously, we're going to bounce back with a few questions on what we think of the topic, and uh, yeah, some negatives and benefits from it. So in other words, pressure is how you how you handle when the heat is on. What's something that you have been facing that has been a constant battle with pressure, Adrian, being, you know, um, long-term, whether it's work, whether it's family, what do you think has been uh, just something that has been, you know, following you for a while that has been pressure? Man, I feel pressure just just really on a daily basis in, in every single area of my life. Uh, I feel like one one area that I'm just constantly taking inventory is uh, I'm a father and a husband and uh, you know I'm just always like am I doing what's right am I guiding these you know my children the way that I'm supposed to be guiding them and I just want to just share a quick story if it's cool um, when when my daughter was born um, or rather when she was like two is uh, like the first time my you know my now wife and my daughter we got like our own apartment and um, I remember that first night in that apartment like you know, baby was asleep, my girl was asleep, and um, I remember closing the door that first night, and I'm just like, dang, like, this is me, like, this is my responsibility, you know, like, I, I'm guarding this house, I'm guarding this family, because before growing up in a house where, you know, you got my pops, and you got my three brothers, um, you know, just always had, just always, you know, different, you know, just men in the home, like, whatever, but, but now it's like, now it's me. Yep. You know, it was on and, your shoulders, basically. Man, a hundred percent. So that 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 moment never leaves me. Like, as soon as I locked that door, it was just like the world just got so big, you know, and or so small, one of the two. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I just felt so much pressure. Not not you know, not that I'm you know saying that it's okay for for you know people to leave their homes or anything like that. But right, I kind of understood it a little bit at that moment because I'm like. Yo, this is it's nauseating. Yep, you know, yep. just like just the pressure, the the responsibility that that we have as men, that we have as fathers and husbands, it's it's a big deal. Right, right. And I feel like that's one of the biggest ep- epidemics right now with you know families is that sometimes they don't see their fathers because they feel that sort of sense of pressure, responsibility on their shoulders, to where they just don't want to commit to it. You know, hundred so percent. That's definitely understandable. Um, with that being said, man, how, how was it that you actually uh, overcame that, you know, that sense of, you know, pressure and responsibilities on your shoulders through the process of now being a father of two? Um, 
man, I, I don't know if I've overcome it, but uh, <laughs> still a process. It, yeah, right. it's a process. But um, but you know, I just I, I'm honestly to the point now where I know you know we don't have to do anything alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we 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 have God, you know, mm-hmm. working in our lives. Um, but also like we just have to just kind of fall back on different resources that that, that we have available to us, whether it be family members, whether it be mentors, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're never, we're never in these things alone. And just to know also that like, like we just said, like we're working progresses. Like we don't have, I don't, you know, if you told me to write a book tomorrow about parenting, I wouldn't be able to, cause you know, I'd probably be like three chapters in and then just be stuck. Cause I'm still learning and I'm still, you know, doing my thing. So I, I still make mistakes, but, um, but just, again, just to be present, like just to be present every day, just to know that, I, I, you know, that my kids are also growing to be patient with them. Um, and again, just to know that, man, it is, you know, it's a work in progress. Yep. And with you being a, you know, being a father right now, what is one of the biggest takeaways that you found from pressure that you can give advice to your children in the future when potentially, uh, they want to have kids? What is it that will help them in their potential future? Yeah. I, you know, um, I would say that I think when we arrive to a new job, when we, you know, take on a new career, whenever we do get married, whenever we have kids, whatever, whatever season we find ourselves in life, we want to know everything right away. Mm-hmm. Just as my kids are growing up as, you know, little ones, I'm growing up as a father. Yep. So it's, you know, you start a new job, you're growing along with that position. You're always growing, right? Or at least yep. you should be always growing at the same time. Um, so I would, I would just tell them that as long as you're, as long as you're constant, as long as you're present, um, you're going to grow along with that child, you know, you're going to grow along with, in that career, you're going to grow, you know, in whatever, whatever, whatever you find yourself in. Um, so just, man, be easy on yourself, be constant, be present and you know, you'll be, you'll be all right. So yeah, man, uh, I have this specific question that I've been putting some thought to, um, on, you know, one of the reasons why I feel pressure most of the time uh, at this point of life. So I'm going to ask this question, um, you know, try to give me the answer as fast as you can, okay. and then we'll see what kind of takeaways we get from it. So, Ooh. and you have five seconds to answer this question. Give me three words uh, that come to mind when you hear the word pressure. Three words. Oh, is it go- uh, 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 Nervousness, stress. Okay. <laughs> so right then and there, let's say... Let's say your number one choice was nervousness, right? <clears throat> now, there was kind of, um, there's something behind the question itself. The reason why you didn't give me the three answers was because there was a restriction behind it. Right. And what was that restriction? Time. Time, exactly. So a lot, more often than not, a lot of people feel that sense of per, uh, pressure is because, you know, you think that you don't have time on your side. Mm-hmm. which makes you kind of put it puts you in a zone of you know uh being stressed being in a you know depressed just mode of thinking that you're not doing enough with a specific amount of time that you think you're supposed to accomplish something within mm-hmm. uh but that's one of the the coolest things about life is that you know you should discover it piece by piece and just know that you know there is no time clock to you know, opportunities that come to mind or come to just uh, just come around in your life. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things about pressure is that 
time is a big downfall behind it, but you can definitely use it to your advantage with the right timing, of course. Yeah, and I think I think again, kind of going back um, to just in anyone's life, I think the people who who don't get bored in life or or who always feel like they always have a purpose is people who are constantly growing, mm-hmm. constantly evolving, constantly learning how to think, do things in a new way. Um, I feel like the person who's about to retire or maybe, you know, a couple years away from retirement, they're under a lot of pressure because they're like, this young person is going to come take my spot. But it's like, well, I mean, what have you done? You know what I'm saying? Have you you just stayed in the same mode of doing things or have you tried to evolve? Have you tried to learn the new way of doing things? Have you grown with technology? Right, right. And... The pressure shouldn't be there. If anything, you should like rejoice in that there's young cats or young people coming behind you mm-hmm. with new ideas, right. right? And it's not like they just want to get you out the way. Like, no, you you add value to it too. So there shouldn't be pressure. It should be working together to to find the common goal. Yep, yep, for sure, man. Um, so now we're gonna actually go through some advantages and disadvantages. If you want to start us out, Adrian, on the advantages on what you think you know, pressure brings to the table that lets us move faster, not only that, but uh, just creates a new person in in general. Sure. So Fern is a creative. Um, I consider myself creative as well, not just, you know, not not as much as Fern, but but in a sense. Um, As creatives, I think we get stuck so much in trying to be creative and mm-hmm. trying to create yep. that we actually don't do stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, or if like for me, I'll think, oh man, I have millions of ideas, right? Right. But I'll get bored with one idea so quick, and then I'm just <laughs> like, all right, well, let me work on something else. Yeah. So having that, having those deadlines, right? Having that pressure, yo, I actually have to complete something. Yep. That pressure actually, like, so to speak, you know, the, the same, like, put pen to paper, right? Yeah. It'll actually push you to do something and complete it. Yep. Um, so that's one. Another advantage that I find is um, whenever it is high-pressure situations, I find that that's where God really just shows up, mm-hmm. you know? That's yeah. where, I'm like, I'm not relying just on me and what I can do, yep. but... What does God want to do through whatever situation I find myself in? Yep. If I'm preaching, if I'm setting up a message, again, I'll research stuff all day, but I'll still have like that nervousness. Is it good? Is it not good? I only have a little bit of time, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where God is like, all right, cool. Let me take over from here. Right. With with going into that, what? how much pressure did you feel the first time preaching? How did it feel like actually, you know, having a big crowd? Maybe it wasn't big, but... Uh, in your eyes, maybe you felt that sense of pressure then and there. How how was it? Like, if you can experience that again, would you? And if you wouldn't want to, why is that? So, believe it or not, I feel more pressure now. Yeah. Because the first time you do something, there's not much of an expectation. Right. Right? <laughs> so now, there's an expectation. You've yeah. been doing this for four years. You've come up with, probably at this point... 100 messages or whatever mm-hmm. there's an expectation now so now there's more pressure right um back then with the first one is just like oh you know hey that's a shot you know like he's, right. he's gonna give a word and it's gonna be all good but but as you go i think the the pressure does does kind of uh it makes you in a sense right oh absolutely right so I, yeah. it's just supposed to better yourself and not only that you know it, 
at the same time, you're going to be feeding words into your head that's like, hopefully I do better this time, which typically more often than not does happen. You know, after right. you execute the first time and continue on to better, it usually does happen, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you had a funny story the other day that you told me that uh, you went up on a stage and somebody said that you're the funny guy and you had to go back up. So it kind of showed that you have to be funny again, you know? Yeah. But you didn't want that sense of pressure, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's a super <laughs> funny story. That I was uh, I was giving announcements and I made a joke and everyone loved it. And then the next time I just felt that pressure yep. of like, oh, yeah, here's a funny guy. You have to <laughs> tell us a joke again. I'm like, no, nah, like, I don't want to be funny. I just want to get these announcements out the way and move on with my life. So, yep. so yeah, there was that expectation. That's sure. hilarious, man. So moving on to our disadvantages, um, I do have a couple and, you know, these definitely did come from my past and what I went through, you know, moving along through high school and uh, having that sense of peer pressure from a circle that you were maybe not meant to be around. Um, and it really starts off with, you know, being put in different situations with um, just drugs um and different scenarios you know so it just it, it really does start the sense of regret with anything that you do that you're not comfortable doing um and another one is you know you you start that sense of urge that you want to break these bad habits when you get put into that sense of peer pressure you know and i felt i feel like every generation goes through that even through middle school high school and uh, college, you know, that, that really does start bad habits in general. Man, absolutely. And it starts, it starts early. Yep. It starts so early. I, I feel like, I don't know about your, your parents, uh, but, but I, my parents always be like, when you got nothing to worry about, you know, like, mm -hmm. you're right. at school, do your homework, shut up, move, you know, move around. Yep. But it's like, man, you don't know what's going down. Like the pressure and the anxiety that happens when you're in middle school and high school and yep. It's serious. Yeah, yeah. It is serious. And more often than not, that actually takes a huge toll into a lot of, uh, you know, the youth nowadays is that before anything, they put their anxiety because they think, they think it makes a difference right now. For sure. To put anxiety. They think it's going to be an advantage to be able to tell somebody, I have a lot of anxiety because of this homework, to think that they have the upper hand on themselves, but that's kind of like a downfall for you uh, when you think about it, because there's, there's a lot of people that have been telling me that, you know, anxiety is a big toll in their life, when in reality it shouldn't be, because they just have so many opportunities in front of them that they shouldn't let anxiety just overcome, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that really, that really does start with, um, thinking that they have a time or a deadline to fulfill something. You know? Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, it could definitely blind somebody to, you know, and I mean, and, you know, like anxiety, it, we can get into like mental health issues and all that stuff, but we're just talking like the general anxiety of like, of life, yep, you know, exactly. of just like the stress of life and it'll blind you, right? right. It'll blind you into thinking that, that your situation is much worse than it actually is. Exactly. Yep. Like, you know, oh, I just, man, I got a demotion at work. Well, how much, you know, how much you get paid now? Oh, a dollar less. Like, yeah. my life is over. Man, no, just, it's cool. Relax. You know, it's mm -hmm. not that bad. But again, just that stress will, will just blind you. That anxiety will blind you into thinking that that is so much worse than it actually is. Yep, yep. Most definitely, man. 
Um, and just the overall sense, why, why on your end do you think we feel pressure as humans? You know, what are the three, just to, you know, slim it down, what are the three main reasons that we as humans feel it? You know, if you can come up with, you know, three words or just summarize yeah. it. I, I think one, one big one that, that I'll just touch on is um, just keeping up with, with I know I use this phrase the other day, keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. Like, and basically trying to keep up with your neighbor, trying to keep up with your friend, mm-hmm. trying to keep up with whoever you see on social media who's living their best life, right? Yep. Like, there's pressure. And then if you're in a relationship, you know, and they're seeing the same thing and you're not, quote unquote, where your neighbor is where your friends at you know in their career in their life and their marital status um you start to compare yourself and start to feel pressure Mm -hmm. um and then again if you're in a relationship where it's like yo why aren't we right there Mm -hmm. then the you know the two people in the relationship start butting heads when there's really no need to you know like everyone has a problem everyone has the same issues um but that's just a big one we're just always trying to compare ourselves to other people when you don't even know what they're going through. Yeah. You don't know what the, the person posting on Instagram is going through, the, the insecurity issues that they're going through, or, you know, the the financial debt that they may find themselves in. Like, just whatever it is, right? Right, like, right. And it's just, and then you gotta compare yourself to nobody, man. Just, man, just worry about yourself, you know? Yep. Yeah, man. And uh, that, that kind of goes into one of mine. It's just the influence that it, sh- that it has in your life is how you take away from it. Uh, you know, being just the, the overall message that you get from today, how, how do you apply to your life? Is it an advantage or a disadvantage right now to you? Um, another one for me is it goes back to an advantage that it can definitely make you. It can uh, change your mindset on how you feel about being put in situations that can either make you or break you. Um, and yeah, using it to, to your advantage, especially when you think it's a deadline that you have for certain things. Um, and just moving along, like what, what has God showed you? Um, and what has he discovered or let you discover in your life through like the sense of pressure? Yeah, man. I, um, something big is, is just not folding under pressure or not compromising my beliefs mm-hmm. when I'm in high pressure situations. Yep. Um, and that just, I think that just really, you know, I use the, the analogy of like, you know, drawing a line in the sand of like, no matter what I find myself in, no matter how empty my, my bank account may look, no matter how, you know, whatever rough season I'm in, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cross this line. Right. I'm not going to risk the well-being of my family for a quick buck. I'm not going to risk my right standing with Jesus for a quick thrill. No matter what I find myself in. Right. And just draw that line in the sand. Um, So just and and I think when you establish that in your mind, in your heart, um, it is so hard for you to actually cross that line. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you do fall you just, you just feel like so, just so, man, you just feel convicted. You feel just so guilty. Yep. Um, and oftentimes, I, I feel like the, the situations that we find ourselves in are so insignificant. Like the, the, the high pressure situations may be at the end of the day so insignificant. Um, I know we talked about Martha Stewart a, a couple of weeks ago, how, yep. you know, she was like, 
she basically went to jail because you know so she wouldn't lose forty thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. Forty thousand for me and you, that's 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 a good that's a good amount of money, right? Yeah. But for her, that's like she makes change. that in a week, bro. <laughs> like for real, you went to you went to jail time because of the pressure of losing forty forty thousand. Wow. Like yep. You know, and yeah. it's, and now for us, it may not be forty thousand. It may be a hundred bucks, or whatever it is, right? But yep. but just again, man. Once you establish who I am and who am I, who I am in Christ, it's so hard to fall under pressure. Yep, yep. No, no doubt, man. Um, how how I've been comparing my pressure recently, uh, just what with God has been telling me through Scripture is like, um, you know. A lot more often than times, people think that you should feel pressure when, uh, you know, people tell you to find God. And it's really not like that. It's more of a process, um, just trying to discover more of yourself spiritually uh, with, you know, reading reading what matters to you right now and how you can apply it to your life. Um, so just through the process of me knowing more of God, I have been able to just, you know, release some of that sense of pressure in my life right now, even at this age, uh, being 21, you know, thinking that I'm supposed to be farther out. Um, God has told me, you know, take a step back and just realize where you are and, uh, you know, take that into consideration and feel content with what you have, you know, because uh, I feel like a lot of people nowadays, they feel like they're, they're too far behind, you know, mm-hmm. just live in the moment and uh, just feel as if you're doing right with your life, you know? Yeah. And that's what God really wants you to feel at this age, I feel like, for me, you know? So, If I yeah. can ask you a quick question. Yep. Um, you being, oftentimes, you know, you being, you know, a, an entrepreneur and all that, a lot of times you're, you're the youngest person in, in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, what pressure do you find yourself in or pressure that you feel when you are in a room full of very wealthy people, very knowledgeable people, uh, much older people. What does that pressure feel like? Uh, more often than not, it's it's really about showing what you can prove to these people in such a minimal amount of time. You know, whether it's you speaking the smartest of words or you telling them the things that you already have accomplished to this point. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things that I feel uh, being in a room full of, you know, people that are maybe smarter than me. How is it that I can, you know, use them to my advantage and just really listen without feeling that sense of pressure, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, more often than not, I, I feel nervousness and I feel like um, I'm just controlled by, the, you know the sense of them being better than me but it's it shouldn't be like that you right, know right, right. uh which i have through the years uh improved on more often than not with just hearing people out and see what they can teach me rather than me speaking before mm-hmm. them and that's kind of what i read from a lot of books is be the first person to listen before you speak you mm-hmm. know um so yeah that pressure is definitely there with you know meeting new people in just different business industries and knowing what they can uh, teach you and what you can learn from them so you can take away and put it into your own perspective of what you're doing in business. So, yeah, the pressure is definitely there, man. Yeah. yeah. With uh, with God just working in your life, do you feel like if a meeting doesn't go as planned, uh, like you don't take it the same way, like you don't take it as hard now? Because maybe... 
Yes. So that's that's one of the most amazing things that I have discovered these last two weeks is um, find reasoning behind it and know why God didn't give it to you. You know, mm. and it's it's amazing because when you when you change it into that perspective, it really it makes you feel peaceful on on things that don't go your way. Because um, at first I was always like, give me, give me, give me, give me. But at the end of the day, it's like I rather learn more why I didn't get put in that place you know and maybe I was put in a different route or a different lane whatever you want to consider it as to just uh continue moving forward you know and not stump myself in a bad predicament that very second wow so it's 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 an amazing thing you know yep it's awesome yep so yeah man um I feel like this will conclude do you have anything else to add behind this uh, any more questions, um, perhaps? If I could just quickly, do you have anything? Or? Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely do have a scripture that I wanted to end out with. And obviously, if you have one that you can give, you know, that'd be cool. What are you going to give? What do you have? So I got Proverbs eight twenty two to 30. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water. Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. So God sent Jesus to fulfill one of the greatest things ever, and that was to give his life uh, for his children, which is us. And knowing that Jesus did not fold in any circumstances that he got put through in his life just for us, uh, just goes to show that, you know, even under the biggest of pressures, you can still, you know, get to that point that you wanna be in in life. And Jesus showed that with giving his life on that cross that even through the many pressures of being a human being, going through lust, going through um, just different situations, he, he still remained to accomplish his, his main mission. So that's kind of the biggest takeaway that I got from this proverb uh, was that Jesus, he remained, um, you know, to everything that he wanted to accomplish. Amen. So, we can, I'll, I'll quickly touch on this and then you can pick whatever one you want. For sure. Um, so the thing that was just brought to like my mind when t- thinking of pressure was a prophecy in Zechariah um, chapter 13. And I won't read the whole thing, but I'll just quickly paraphrase it. Um, but it talks about, again, it's a prophecy of, of Jesus coming down. Um, being persecuted and his disciples and his followers just scattering like sheep, mm-hmm. right? Like sheep scattering from the shepherd. Um, and then it talks about in verse 9 that, um, in, rather in verse 8 it says, In the whole land, declares the Lord, two-thirds will be struck down and perish, yet one-third will be left in it. This third I will put into the fire. I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. So basically of the one of the whole pie right only one third will remain as followers and believers of jesus christ and if we're going through those times of testing in those times of high pressure we shouldn't be 
scared of those emotions. We shouldn't like fold under that pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should recognize it, recognize it as what it is, and that's us being refined like silver and us being tested like gold. Mm-hmm. How does gold, how does silver, how do diamonds come to be? Through pressure, mm-hmm. right? That's how they come out refined and looking nice. Yep. Same thing, us as believers, how do we come out just true... Uh, with the true knowledge of who the Lord is, is through those times when we just have no other choice but cling on to Him, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we always have a choice, right? Yeah. We have a choice to cling on to God or just go with what the world is, is telling us to do. Yeah. So it says that whoever passes these tests, whoever comes out refined like silver and gold, uh, in the rest of verse 9, it says, They will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say, They are my people. And they will say, the Lord is our God. So be encouraged. If you're going through those high-pressure moments, cling on to God. Because yep. he's doing something. Right, he's right. refining you. He's testing you. And he's, there's going to come out a much better product, more sound, and just with a better understanding of what God is doing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Um, this, this um, you know, I every day I think about this, this actual... Uh, podcast that we've been working on for three weeks now believe it or not (laughs) and there is a lot of pressure behind it um to try to make it as clear as possible on uh why we chose this as our first is because it's there every day uh we live by it and you know everybody can take away something from this message so yeah if you want to end it out dre you know man we just want to keep the conversation going comment message us let us know what god is doing in your life what pressure you've experienced recently let us know and fern will get back to you (laughs) for sure take care guys god bless god bless